This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, the roof is on at the new Aquatic Centre at Memorial Park in Mosgill and you're invited this Sunday to take a look around and see how this project is unfolding. Joining us on the line to talk more about that, someone who's been closely involved with the project from its uh, origins, Irene Mosley. Irene, Morena, good to have you with us. Thank you, Jeff. Must feel uh, exciting to finally be seeing something tangible out of this project, Irene. <laughs> it is very exciting. I got to have a look in um, about two months ago, and my initial thought was, wow, it's heaps bigger than an A4 piece of paper, because that's all... <laughs> Um, so just remind us, Irene, what were the origins of this project? Well, they go back before my time. I got involved in 2015, but it, it came out of a, um, a document from around 2010 where it was highlighted that there was a need for more pool space in the city. And, um, yeah, along the way, it, it sort of got hijacked and taken in all sorts of places uh, before we've finally been able to get what the city really needs, which is a good-sized facility where a third of the population of the city live. When we uh, now look at the design for this this aquatic centre, I was going to say pool, but it's more than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what we can expect on site, not immediately, but when the thing is completed. Yep. When, when the building opens, you will walk in and see an eight-lane, 25-metre pool. You'll see a learn to swim pool, you'll see a hydrotherapy pool which is a small lap pool basically but it's at 35 degrees so it's good for um, you know um, health and, and recuperation and those sorts of things. You'll see a paddling pool and you'll see a walk-in beach area uh, leisure space and you'll see a spa pool. When we look at the calendar, how far out from today are we expecting to be able to walk in and have that experience that you're talking uh, about? Dunedin City Council are telling us they're on track to be opening in May 23, so it is coming around quite fast. That is coming around fast, Irene. I mean, given how how many years the project was talked about, and, you know, you can understand there would have been pros and cons that have been, would have been the for and against all the way along. Um, no easy ship to steer through all of that. Who's been the key people making that happen? Um. The community and the trust had really taken on board trying to get this to happen. We'd had um, around seven changes of staff to deal with at council, and that always makes it tricky because every person that arrives, you know, often has a different thought on things. Um, the delays around getting that final permission through was really about the size of the complex. The DCC initially felt there should only be six lanes, and we already knew that Wanaka had gone with six lanes and were regretting it and there are only 7,500 permanent residents. So it was really important that we battled it out to get that eight lanes. Well, here we are. As I said, the roof is on, and that, I guess, marks um, you know, visibly quite a significant moment in the construction process. And so we're taking this opportunity at the weekend to, to pause and have a look around. Tell us what's planned. Yep, so um, on site you'll be directed, uh, there's a, a path that you'll be able to walk right around the outside and of course there's large windows and gaps in the building and things to allow good viewing uh, from the outside into all the building. There will be one viewing area in the foyer, which will be the foyer, of course at the moment it's just uh, bricks and concrete and things. So you will get a chance to get inside but not stand in the pool spaces for obvious reasons. At times they have up to 45 different companies working on site, so 
to get the whole site locked down and safe for um, the public was too much. But it'll be great. So you'll be able to walk right around the outside, do the viewing from the inside, and into your finance and in South, who have been huge supporters of this project, both with, um, you know, like our treasurer is one of their team, <laughs> as well as uh, giving financially and moral support. They're uh, running a barbecue. So our, our roof shout won't be a few beers. It'll be a few sausages. <laughs> Fair enough, too. And this is from 10 o'clock. Till around about noon on Sunday. Um, now, for anyone who wants to take a look around, can they just rock up or is it best to RSVP? Um, the only reason we were asking was to get a sense of numbers and we've had a really good response to the RSVPs. So, and also for food quantity, you know, it's really hard to know how many to cater for. So people are welcome to just make the decision on the day and it will get quite busy, I think, because we've had over 150 RSVP already. But if you would like to let us know, because you're definitely coming, just email poolproject at extra.co.nz and we'll pick that up and, and include you in the numbers. Great. That's poolproject at extra.co.nz, just RSVP. They want to make sure they've got enough snarlers on the on the barbie for one thing. <laughs> um, and, you know, from here, uh, when you consider the amount of energy that you know, the Tyree Community Facilities Trust in particular has put in behind this project. Is is um, is there work still to, to be done from the Trust's perspective? Yeah, we've still got um, one person sits at the table with the um, planning team for the pool and we've had a few battles, you know, making sure that things that we thought were going to be there are there and we've got a good relationship with Council. We're able to um, speak freely about things but it is really important that we stay engaged um, we've handed over around three and a half million. That was all uh, uh, community trust type money, you know, from funders, and those funders have given approval. But we've held back um, around eight or nine hundred thousand. That is, you know, individual donation money, and we've made it clear to DCC we won't hand that over until the pool's ready to open to, to just ensure that what we've sold the public is what they're getting. Well, I know the community on the Tauri owes you a debt of gratitude for all the hard work you've put in behind this project, Irene, and the others on the Trust as well, and the many others in the community who've um, who've uh, taken on the responsibility of of navigating the, the, the conversations around uh, what is a big project, an important one for Mosgiel, I'm absolutely sure. And it, uh, great that you can take a time, I guess, to celebrate on Sunday. It's going to feel a little bit like that, I imagine. Yep, I think it's good to pause and reflect and just celebrate where we've come from. And uh, yeah, it, I think you know everyone is going to walk in and when the opening and realise this is more than just a pool, and it is going to be a real asset for the for the Tyree and all of Dunedin because it's going to um, take some of the pressure off Moana Pool too if we can have uh, the number of people going through this facility. Um, the preliminary figures look like there'll be about 200,000 a year go through the place, so that's substantial. Fantastic stuff. Irene Mosley with the Tyree Community Facilities Trust, thanks so much for taking the time to join us here on ORFM and all the best. Thanks for your interest. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.